Expression is one of the most powerful tools we have. A voice, a pen, a keyboard. The real change which must give to people throughout the world their human rights must come about in the hearts of people. We must want our fellow human beings to have rights and freedoms which give them dignity. Article 19 is the voice in the room. Hi, and welcome to another mini podcast from Article 19. We are here today with the man himself, the head honcho of Tamin, Tamin CEO, Jeff Tamburino. Jeff, how are you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. So unlike our regular podcast, we kind of dispense with all of the other stuff. We get right into the meat of things. So I want to jump right in. Tell us, how did Tamin even come about? Tell us about the start of Tamin. I had had a working relationship with Mike Mangos. We were both consulting. I had been doing my own IT gig for a few years, and he was getting ready to make a change in his direction and try something new, get out of the rat race, so to speak. And he wanted to go to uh, Japan and, and teach English. He had a project he needed finishing up. He trusted me with that project. He's like, hey, Jeff, can you go in and finish this? I have a three-week IT project that I need you to finish up with a pretty big client. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. I could, I could use an extra client. I only had about a dozen clients at the time. And so I took this project on. I went in to a large fintech, Bank of America, to help finish up a project. And I've been there since, actually. The amount of opportunity that I saw in there and the help that they needed, and I could not resist, within a few weeks, calling Mike back up and going, what are you doing? You got to come back here. We could make a company out of this. There's enough work here for us both and then some and enough opportunity to grow something and thus started my year-long campaign of, you know, Skype calls and late night calls to Japan over Skype, convincing him to come back and start Tem. And so that's, that's and how it started. Like any good startup, you started in your basement, right? I mean, isn't that yeah. where the, yeah, we, the we, real we, origin he, was? The real origin was in the basement. While he was in Japan, he was also teaching with a friend of his that he had made when he was over there. Trevor Manah was his name. He was an engineer and he actually convinced him to come back. So he came back with employee number one and we started with three people in the basement, you know, and Mike immediately picked up a couple of his large older clients, Blue Cross being one of them. And I continued to shake the trees at Bank of America. And one thing led to another and we brought on a developer. And, you know, I think it was within that first year, we actually brought on Cynthia Black, who is still with us, you know, almost 13 years later now as employee number two. And that's where history started in my basement. You know, you've cultivated this amazing climate and culture. And I can say it because I live it every day. I think it speaks volumes to who you are about your people first approach. But I don't want to be presumptuous. What's your favorite thing about Tamman as an organization? I mean, that's easy. I mean, it's, you know, seeing the culture that we've evolved and built, you know, it basically culture equals people. So, you know, the thing I love about the company are the people that we've been so fortunate enough to bring on. And it's by choice. I mean, we go through that process of, of vetting, but right away, Mike and I are able to look at somebody and say, yeah, that's a Tamman person, bring them on. Or that's not going to work. That personality doesn't fit with what our values are. And over time, that's just evolved into growing the kind of people that we want to foster the culture that we believe in. And, you know, great companies are built with great people. That's been the basis of everything that we do. If we bring in those type of people that respect and treat others with the right respect that we expect, it just leads to success. And it's been pretty 
proven. That's it. I mean, I just, I love the people that we work with. I completely agree. And I, as someone who's involved in the recruiting, everything else, I know exactly what you mean when you say, oh, that's the fit. For me, it tends to be a sense of curiosity, a sense of, goes beyond respect, I think, when you see it. Because a Tamman person, a Tamman good, you know, someone who's going to build this climate and culture is someone who jumps in and it wants to learn more and go beyond what they come in with. And I just think you and Mike, you especially have done a phenomenal job in then crafting, like supporting that, you know, curiosity and wanting them to move forward in their own careers. And sometimes they move on into other places yep. outside Tamman, but you, I've heard you say, but then we have a great Tamman alum. And I, I just think that that's an awesome sentiment to have. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of employees are worried about retention and how do we keep people forever? And we went into this knowing, especially, you know, starting in the IT side of things where that skill set, people just hop around a lot and expecting that to happen and planning for it and knowing like, Hey, we're going to get this person for a certain amount of time. Let's instill our culture and our values into this person. So when they do move on, it creates that social network of people that are like, oh yeah, I worked for Tam and loved it. They were great. You know, and once we get that out on the street, then it just kind of builds upon itself. It's worked out really well for us. That's excellent. So we started with history, talked about things you love the best. What do you anticipate the future holds for Tamman? You know, it's been an interesting ride, especially these past two years. I think building on the basic premise of the culture that we have and the great people that we have, there really isn't anything that I don't feel that we can't accomplish with the base foundation of the culture that we've built for our company. Good culture, I think, is the challenge for most small companies, especially during this time with the pandemic. Right now, I feel like we're ready to springboard into whatever we want to tackle because we have the right people in place to do so. So I'm super excited about what the future is going to bring. I can't tell you what it's going to be, but I can tell you we're going to be prepared for it. So I'm excited. And I think prepared for it is something that I think is a gift of yours, even before, you know, March 2020 and the pandemic started, you were saying, hey, let's have a couple of test days. Let's yeah. make sure that we can be successful remote. You put in place all those things so that when all of this sort of happened, I mean, we didn't miss a beat. And having that Preparation really allowed us to continue the success pretty much unbroken, which is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I had no idea it would go this long. I thought, you know, this is going to be a problem for a couple of weeks. We should get our remote act together. Who knew it was going to last as long as it has? And it really has evolved into a different normal at this point. I'm happy with where we are. I'm happy that we prepared for it. And I've seen the success of just having the right people to work remote. It's been great for us. Yeah. Thinking about relationships and, you know, I think this is an absolute strength of yours that you've instilled throughout Tamman. You've kind of gotten a bit of a reputation for trying to solve or at least anticipate problems before they occur. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, why you take some time to think through, especially for larger organizations from your consulting lens to look at, all right, here are some potential issues that could be down the road. Let's get in front of that. Can you talk a little bit about that mentality? Sure. I mean, I, I think I've seen, you know, even from back in the Lockheed days, you know, the larger the organization, the harder it is for individuals to succeed. Everybody has their own motives and their own agenda in a corporate environment. When you get on these calls and you get on a meeting for 
were, uh, I was on one today actually, about you know long-term plans to get something accomplished. And when you hear that dead air on the call, you know that people's minds are like, this is never going to work, but people don't want to speak up. So just being able to be empathetic to the way things are being presented and how they're being perceived by people on the call, and then being able to call that out later and have a smaller meeting. Hey, look, guys, here's what I see happening. Here's how we can succeed despite the, these issues. Just being able to put those pieces together and have those conversations and just be an unblocker for people to succeed. It's what I do. So you are a gambling man. Anybody who knows you knows that you are a I poker am. player. You started a poker group, at least when we were still meeting in person yep. here in the office. Yep. What are you gambling on these days? At the moment, poker is taking a backseat. Tournament poker, which I love to death, is just a real-time consuming investment. Right now, I can't focus on that. I have to focus on the company at this time and, and the direction that we're going in, making sure that we're firing on all cylinders. You know, I do dabble in the stock market and investing. That's a gamble. Don't let anybody tell you any different right now. It's, it's not doing that well, but you know, again, it's the long game that we play and, you know, same thing for poker, actually it's, it's over time you get better and over time your results are what you're judged on. It's not that day only, but uh, yeah, I think right now, you know, the gambling's kind of been on the side. I'm banking on the culture of the company bringing us forward. I love it. And it's the long game. And I think Tamman's relationships, whether it's employees or clients for the long game. And I think that that's something that, again, you've brought all of that into the company. Well, Jeff, I appreciate, I know you were a very busy guy. I appreciate you taking a few minutes. Sure. Uh, talk about Tamman. You know, we're going to put this out into the world, see if anybody eats it up, but these mini podcasts in Arco 19 have been a hit and I hope that you will come back on for a longer conversation soon. We just have to find the scheduling in your, <laughs> in your calendar sure. to be able to do it. Sure. Well, it's been a pleasure. I, you know, I love talking about the company and I'm super excited to where we are now and where we're headed. So thanks a lot for the opportunity. Thanks, Jeff. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. If you like what you heard today and want to explore more about digital accessibility, inclusivity, or to schedule a time to talk with us, you can find the whole Tamman team at TamanInc.com. That's T-A-M-M-A-N-I-N-C.com. Or follow us on social media at Tamaninc on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. We'll talk to you again next time.